Why? Look at that. Why? That's the chick on the horse. Oh, that's not her. What do you mean that's not her? Look at it. Short hills. It's real close. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's today. That's right. You want to go? Why? Why? Don't you want to meet her? Don't you have to be invited to those? Would you like to come to a party with me? Hello, and welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. I'm Eric, your host. Across from me, sitting there, is Arwen. And we did a movie. Yeah. And we're going to do movies. Well, that's in our title. Yep. And they're always happy and fun and timely. No. No? <laughs> All right. The movie that we did is interesting. It is interesting. But first, let me say, follow us on Twitter, at FuntimeMovies1, and that is Funtime Movies and the number one. Follow us on Facebook. We are a happy Funtime Movie Hour. Um, subscribe to our podcasts uh, using Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and uh, Stitcher. Yep. Um, I use the Stitcher app. I like the Stitcher app. I use Spotify a lot, but not everything I want to listen to is on Spotify. Right. So then I'll switch it over to, like, Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Yeah. And just listen to it. Because a lot of podcasts that I listen to are on iTunes. All right. Snoots. Snoots. So, anyway, this is Hair, the musical. It's our first musical. It is, isn't it? Yes. Okay. And the weird thing is... I like musicals. I like a lot of musicals anyway. Um, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Sound of Music. Mm -hmm. Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. uh, Cannibal the Musical. Yeah. <laughs> the Forbidden Zone. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, various other musicals that are out there. Yeah. I did not like Evita. I don't think I've ever watched Evita. It's boring. Really? Yeah. It's got a good song. Yeah. You know, don't cry for me. Yeah. So this, uh, the director here, Milos Foreman, uh, he directed um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay. Uh, he also, the most recent stuff that is popular that he directed, um, Man in the Moon with Jim Carrey. Oh, that was um, good. The, uh, the Andy Kaufman biopic. Mm -hmm. um, also, uh, The People vs. Larry Flint. That was a good movie. He also directed one of your favorite movies of all time. Let's hear it. Amadeus. Oh, I do like that movie. See, I told you. I'm not going to go through the entire list of people. It's too many. It's way too many. There um, are some notable people that you can yeah. recognize immediately, though. Right. Um, so it stars John Savage. Mm -hmm. um, also, Treat Williams and Beverly D'Angelo. Right. John Savage is famous for being in The Deer Hunter. Uh-huh. Um, and several other wartime movies, I've He's noticed. He's kind of got that um, that flair about him of being a soldier. Yeah. Um, the only other movie I've ever seen Treat Williams in is a movie called Dead Heat, where uh, him and Joe Piscopo die. What? Yeah, they die, but they come back to life as zombies. 
So, yeah, it's it's a friggin' weird movie. He's so familiar to me that I feel like I've seen him on something besides that. I believe he was married to Farrah Fawcett during this time uh, of the 70s. Uh, this movie um, was released in 1979 by MGM. Uh, it is rated PG. And the interesting, the interesting is, thing about it being rated PG is there's a lot of boobs in this movie. Uh, there's some oh, side yeah. angles of penis and a lot of balls, too. Yeah, a lot of balls. A lot of balls. So this is based on the award-winning Broadway play. It started off as just a play in Central Park for a while. Um, there's differences to this movie compared to the play. Uh, for instance, Bukowski. Yeah. Claude. He uh, he was the leader of the gang. Oh, in, in the, really? In the play. Yeah. Okay. And the the play was basically about him trying to get out of getting drafted. Yeah, I, I remember hearing things about hair because I've refused to watch it. Yeah. Like I know all the songs, all the popular songs. Yeah. Who doesn't? Um, you like that one with the, where they're riding the horse and he sings about. No. No, oh. I was not very fond of that. I, I had not heard that before. Okay. Um, and when he the first word he said, I was like, "Did he just say sodomy?" Yeah, he did. And he did. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay." Okay, so the film is what we're going to talk about. But I just wanted to state that the film and the play are kind of completely different. Songs are done out of order um, from the play. Okay. To mm-hmm. the movie. Um, some songs are added. I wonder. So, yeah, there's a lot of interesting. They tidbits. probably had to make it different. Yeah. For cinema. Yeah, probably. Um, I read or heard at one point that the whole film or the whole play was done in the nude. Um, that's not true. So I don't know who started that. Maybe it was true at one point, mm. but for the most part, it was a. Clothing. Clothing, on. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they had clothes. But there was full frontal nudity in the play. I'm sure. Okay, this is basically about a young man leaving his ranch in Oklahoma. Very uptight, not uptight, well, kind of uptight, uh, conservative, straight-laced dude. He's joining I the army. I would say he was uptight. I was a little bit. I think he was very... um standoffish yeah because he's from a rural community and he's been warned probably about people in new york watch out for them hippies (laughs) all right um but yeah he meets up with this gang of people um they're called the tribe you know very tribal yeah and i can see that Mm -hmm. um i just called them the gang in my in my in my notes that's funny yeah, he meets up with them, and uh, he's in love with Beverly D'Angelo, and why wouldn't he be? She's very pretty. She is gosh darn gorgeous. And I I think using the term love should be used extremely loosely. He's starstruck. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's Beverly D'Angelo. How could you not be? Well, yeah, I she's mean, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, she plays Helen Griswold in uh, the Vacation movies. Mm-hmm. Forgot to mention what she was in. Um, Helen or Ellen? Ellen. Ellen? Ellen. Ellen? Not Helen. It's not Helen. Yeah. So his dad's dropping him off at a bus stop in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. 
Um, he gives him 50 bucks, tells him to hide it in his boot. Mm-hmm. Use it only if there's an emergency. Right. And there never is an emergency. He he takes off his boot at the end of the movie. He goes, oh, free 50 bucks. <sighs> All right, that didn't happen. <laughs> I, I felt that the uh, interaction between his father and him was a bit weird. It was very strained. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I don't know if his dad was like happy he was going to war or upset that he was going. There was no emotional contact. There was no emotional context, whatever. Yeah. I was like, are they going to hug? Nope. And at first I wasn't sure if it was really his dad, but I think he called him dad right before yeah. he got on the bus. Calls and, him Pop, I think. Yeah, something. And He's like, later, Pop. Yeah. That's not uncommon, though, for a lot of no. male relationships. No. Uh, but he's going to New York. He wants to see the Statue of Liberty. He wants to see the Empire State Building. He wants to go to all the, you know, all the hot spots. If I go to New York ever, I'd want to see the Statue of Liberty, mm-hmm. um, the Freedom Tower, whatever they call that now. Yeah. And uh, Ground Zero. Yeah. Um, and, you know, various other places. Have some pizza, you know. Do the New Yorky thing. Yeah. Cliche. Yeah, cliche. When I went to Chicago, that's what we did. We went to the Sears oh, Tower yeah. and climbed the Sears Tower, and then we went down the Sears Tower, and then we got, uh, uh, I had a root beer float, and uh, we had pizza. Mm-hmm. And it's ruined you ever since. Yeah, yeah, this is the greatest pizza of all time. <laughs> Shout out to Gino's East. Okay, so uh, we, we meet the group in a weird way everything about There's this like, movie is in a weird way yeah well the song is going on uh age of aquarius yes and uh they show this tunnel and it looks like some people are juggling fire and yeah then, it's kind of weird i liked it though and then it kind of does c- real rushed close-ups uh-huh. of each of the main characters which is wolf hud burger and some mute pregnant lady Jeannie ryan is what she plays annie golden Jeannie. yeah i wanted to call her annie but i knew that wasn't her name in the movie yeah um she's famous sort of a lot of people know um, her from orange is the new yeah, black yeah she plays the mute a mute um except she sang in the christmas episode yes and i was like wow she's got a pretty voice and then we watched this or well, i watched this uh, about a year ago and i was like Holy crap, that's the Orange is the New Black Girl. That sounded wrong, but hey, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it yeah, shows... Yeah, she, she was what? Uh, she was a famous punk singer at one yeah. point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was pretty popular. Uh, so they show them the song goes through the woman who is singing the song. She just sounds amazing. Oh, her voice is so beautiful. Yeah. And powerful. Very powerful. And uh, and I just love that song now suddenly. Like, I never really liked the song. That's hilarious. And then she sang it. I like the song. So there you go. Even when they sang it in uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin? Well, that was just done for comedic purposes. Well, it was, but, but yeah, still. This movie opens up with Age of Aquarius. 40-Year-Old Virgin ends, ends with <laughs> Age of Aquarius. So there you go on that. That's <laughs> something you might know. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a good song. I liked it. It's very good. Um, 
One thing I did notice in the uh, park is people dancing with each other. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, interracial couples. Yes. Like almost exclusively they're interracial couples. Oh, okay. Um, so I found that to be kind of unique. Well, especially for 1979. Yeah. When this movie was made. Yeah. Um, and considering the play was what ten years old at this point, yeah, I at think least. interracial relationships were really taboo still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that was interesting. You know, we're in the middle of New York City. We're in Central Park. You know, they shot Home Alone two there. Crickets. <laughs> and, uh, and and you know various other movies. The only thing I ever knew about Central Park growing up was you're going to get mugged. That's all I heard about it, too. Yeah. It's like, it's not safe to go there. Right. So to actually see Central Park during the day with people in and out. Yeah. Refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's New York. Uh, I felt like the dancing was metaphoric. Like, it could have been, you know, sex. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of innuendo. Innuendo. Yeah. So that we see the tribe. I'm going to call them the tribe. Okay. And they're begging for, like, loose change. Right. And I'm like, get a job, dumbasses. <laughs> you could probably walk around New York City collecting enough bottles and cans to get yourself some money. Yeah. I mean. Well, yeah, litter's a huge issue at this time. So, yeah. yeah. But I don't know how they, they, oh, they probably could have returned them to stores and mm -hmm. got deposits off yeah. of them. That makes sense. That's what that's what I used to do in the eighties. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> and that was going around my little town of North Fairfield, Ohio. Yeah. I'd find like six, six, seven bottles, take them out there, ten cents a piece. Oh wow. Seventy cents, two candy bars, boom. Huh. Can't do that anymore. Nope. I think they should go back to bottles, honestly. Yeah. Um. We also get a glimpse of uh, Beverly D'Angelo and. Probably her mother and aunt. Maybe a sister. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's a girl that she was smoking weed with. And I think one of them was her mother, though. Yeah, one of them was her mother. I'm oh, talking okay. about the other girl. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I didn't I, really pay attention to a lot to the other two women because Beverly D'Angelo was the one you're supposed to be watching anyway. Yeah. So, she could. She could really... I know the other two were, you know, like, extremely snooty. She was... She was doing a wonderful job holding on to that saddle. Don't get creepy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they see her. Um, they want to ride her horse. The, like, the one on, guy man. does. Uh, wolf. Wolf, yeah. He's like, come on, man. Let me ride your horse. I've never ridden a horse. You get to ride it all the time. Come on, man. And I'm like, God, these people are just like, I, I would not be friends with them. No. They're just bad. Yeah, I wouldn't have hung out with people like that. Um, so, the, they harass these rich girls. They ride off. And uh, they beg. Uh, they meet Bukowski, uh, Claude Bukowski, for the first time. And uh, he asks them for change. The guy's like, no, I don't have change. And, yeah, and they're like, she's pregnant. And yeah. We haven't eaten in days. And it's like, What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Is pregnant and uh, Jeannie. Jeannie, and uh, she doesn't know who the father is. It could be Wolf's. It could be Hud's. Yeah. Um, Hud is a black man. Wolf is a very pale man. Mm -hmm. uh, he, I think he calls himself Pink. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, he was actually, uh, I believe, a guitarist in the band Chicago. Yeah. Which is pretty fascinating. Yeah, and he, he had done Broadway. He probably did hair. <laughs> probably. Uh, there wasn't too many people from the play that made it to the uh, screen, like, at all. Well, it's probably because the original cast was 10 years older. And that's true, yeah. But, you know, Claude gives them a quarter eventually. Yeah. And then the next scene, you see them renting a horse. <laughs> and, so bizarre. And uh, Berger and Wolf are, like, riding the horse together. And Berger's, like, having a... I mean, not Berger. Wolf is having a tough time. Just <laughs> tough time staying on that saddle. Really? Keeps, yeah, he almost falls off a couple times. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I just noticed him having fun. Oh, and they were having a great time. And then his song. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bunch of dirty phrases, basically. It's strung funny together. how he's singing the the dirty phrases to these Uptight upper women. upper yeah. class women, you know. And yeah, they're just accepting it. Right. It's like you could have gone off onto a, a fast trot instead. Yeah. But instead, they just take it. No, um, I don't know what happened, but they fall off the horse, or they. The horse gets away from him at one point. Yes. And Claude, being, you know, from a Oklahoma. rodeo guy, uh, he gets on the horse immediately and just rides it around. And he's doing tricks, like old Gene Autry style tricks. Yeah. You know, like showboating bouncing doesn't impress off one women. side and the other. <laughs> and yeah, and then they're like, go after her, go after her. And he's like, all right, I'm going to. And then they turn one way, he turned another way. And. Yeah, that's because he was showboating yeah. at that point. And that was that. We see them later, though, right? Well, yeah. So. This is just a weird concept for a movie. Yeah. The concept is boy sees girl. Mm-hmm. Befriends uh, park rats. Yeah. Park rats decide, eh, Claude's going to the army. Let's get him let's, laid. Let's get him laid. <laughs> And the quickness of relationships that form in these two days. Yeah. It it says a lot about humanity. Yeah. Because people do form very quick relationships with each other when when they have uh similar interests. Yeah. But obviously Claude has no similar similar interests with Berger and his friends. Um except he wants to experience things before he possibly goes off and dies. Yeah. Um, they also bonded when they all did drugs together. Well, that's that part night. of that experience yeah. before he goes off to the army. Yeah, they do a lot of drugs at one point. And uh, he wakes up, starts to leave. And Burger's like, where are you going, man? He's like, well, I told you I got a lot to do today. So mm-hmm. I got a lot to do. Right. And then he sees the picture in the paper, and it's, you know, Sheila, yeah. played by De- Beverly D'Angelo. And uh, he's like, hey, that's the girl. They're having a party. He goes, yeah, but we're not invited. And Berger goes, hey, Claude, would you like to go to a party with me? <laughs> so I found that to be fun. It was funny. Uh, they go to this party. Who's at this party? Fancy people. Fancy people. And the weirdest old lady in the world. Charlotte Ray. Yeah. 
I and love Charlotte Ray. She was so weird. She had weird facial expressions. She, she was, does that in a lot of of films yeah, yeah. In, in television that you see her in. Um, Clueless she, old woman. She is the she is popular for being the maid on Different Strokes. She's Mrs. Garrett. Yeah, and uh, she played Mrs. Garrett also in The Facts of Life. So there you go. She played the same woman in two movies. So Burger just wants. Uh, Claude to you know be happy in his last couple days on planet earth basically because going to Vietnam you know meant you you had a very high chance of being killed right um, I don't know percentages but I know that it was very high it was not in your favor no uh, and I don't know what year this was supposed to be set in, but LBJ is president, so it's before Nixon came in yeah. to office. Um, they hate LBJ, um, rightfully so. I mean, Nixon got us out of that war. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, another funny thing that happened at the party was uh, – this old man was noticing, you know, these hippies at the right. party. Everybody else is wearing tuxedos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claude is wearing a suit, but it's, you know, pretty ragged. It, it's the Sears brown suit. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. It's yeah. like a it's like a cheap suit. Yeah. Um, of course, the, the rest of the tribe are wearing <laughs> hippie clothes. Right. You know, the tassels and the hair with the feather in it and all that great stuff. They're eating food. And so, you know, a couple songs happen. Um, one song had a lot of words in it, man. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't even do that. I don't think I could have even sang that song. That's <laughs> just a lot of words. Right. Uh, but, you know, he was told, the old man tells this younger man who I guess was Sheila's betrothed. Possibly <laughs> boyfriend. Yeah. Um, Steve Wright. Yeah. And, uh, and he, uh, he goes over to HUD and that's where we learn HUD's name. Really? Yes. He's like, Hey, uh, my name's Steve. You are? And he goes, HUD. He goes, huh? HUD. He's like, yeah. He's like, um, we'd like to know who invited you to this party. He goes, well, Mr. Burger. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> and he walks over to the guy and he's like, oh, hey, uh, Mr. Burger, uh, invited them guy goes who the hell's mr burger <laughs> so but Steve's we learned, not very bright yeah we learned that uh that mr burger is tree williams character the leader of the tribe yeah not really much to say at this party except that uh they get arrested because you know they crashed this party and they would refuse to leave yes uh claude is infatuated with Sheila. Right. And uh, all Burger wanted to do was let him sit there and stare at her for like a couple minutes. That's all. That's all. You don't understand, man. <laughs> you don't understand. This guy's going to war. He's going to war for you. You know, that kind of deal. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, they go to jail. The balls on Burger are just amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's just straight up balls of steel kind of guy. Uh, he talks, he talks, uh, Claude into giving him 50 bucks. 
because he can't hustle the way, you know, Berger can hustle. Right. Because so, Glock was just going to go on his merry way, and oh, then the yeah. others were going to go to jail. Yeah, or do 30 days community service. It was 30 days community service or pay $50 fine. No, it was 30 days in jail. I'm pretty sure he said community service. Hmm. So, I'm pretty sure. No, because they went to jail. Yeah, they did go to jail. Mm-hmm. And they were going to spend time in jail, but they also had to do 30 days of community service. Huh. So... Anyway, Burger goes to Sheila first, st- kind of steals a car. Oh, he totally steals the car. <laughs> he steals the car and kidnaps her, basically. Yeah, and, and a, Mike. Yeah. And, and uh, Steve. Or Steve. <laughs> I keep calling him Mike. I don't give a crap. He's a worm. He's a wormy guy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Steve is in the back seat. Burger's in the front seat with Sheila, you know, placing a hand on her leg. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they all seem to, like, take their turns flirting with her. Except for HUD. HUD, HUD is, like, not yeah, very Yeah, HUD doesn't have any interest, and I don't think Wolf really did either. I no, think it was really. mainly between Burger and, Burger and, Claude. and Claude. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they refuse to give him money, and he goes, well, what am I doing here? And he just stops the car, gets out, and walks away. Yeah. And they're in the middle of nowhere. Like, I wouldn't know where to go. He knows exactly where to go. He goes straight home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the funny thing. He goes home. And I was like, oh, yeah. he does have a home. Yeah, they all have a life. They just live on the streets for whatever reason. I don't understand it. His dad said he'd give him $250 if he cut his hair. Yeah. And so he cut his hair, got two hundred fifty dollars. Stop it! Oh yeah, that didn't happen. No, I like the interaction between his mother and him. Yeah. Because as soon as she she takes him to the kitchen, she's like, "How much you need?" Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she loves him. He's a dope, but she loves him kind of deal. What really interested me was like, what what burger is he Italian? I think Greek. He, I think he's Italian, maybe. I don't know. He might be Greek. It just seemed like they walked into the set of Saturday Night Fever at that point. Yeah. You know, it's like angry Italian family kind of deal. I can see that. So it was kind of funny. I thought it was funny anyway. I like that scene. Uh, we get a couple songs. You know, Hair is played around this time. The famous, you know, yes. Hair. Well, because they were going to... This is something else that's weird. So while... The rest of the gang is in jail. They were going to cut Wolf's hair. Yeah. I was like, do they cut people's hair when they go to jail now? Or did they? I don't know. I haven't had that experience yet. I haven't either. But if if I do go to uh, jail, um, I hope their barber is good. I wonder if they cut people's hair because of lice issues. That's possible. That would make sense. It's hard to say... Um, you know, this was made in 79, kind of replicating 1960s culture. So, I don't know. But, yeah, this song, Hair, comes on. Burger eventually comes back, gets them all bailed out. Um, they meet up with Sheila again. Well, yeah, no, they go to the park first. Yeah. And this scene oh, yeah. is just... This park scene... Hard to watch, is, kind of. ...is almost like the scene in Beavis and Butthead after they, like, ate mushrooms... In the movie? In the movie. Oh, uh-huh. And, uh, and like, they just start tripping out. Uh, they're at this, they're at this, 
love in, I guess you can call it. Yeah. A lot of Hare Krishnas there. A lot of uh, Native Americans there. Um, and some of the weirdest folk you've ever seen. Yeah. There were, there were naked kids. Yeah, naked kids, uh, regular adults. Um, Which is something you would see in the, the era of love. There was a band. Don't know the band name. Uh, there was that guy that sang Putting on the Ritz. No, it's not what he It was looks singing. like him. It doesn't look like him at all. It sure does. It just because he's in a tuxedo doesn't mean that it looks White like White guys him. in tuxedos sing putting on the Ritz. It's in every film. Crickets. <laughs> so, uh there's this guy with like a top hat and from the top of his top hat, he takes his hat off actually and he's passing out these sugar cubes. Yes. Like it's communion. Yeah. Of course. It's these LSD. sugar cubes, yeah, they're <laughs> they're laced with LSD. And then uh, 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 Claude. Claude's the just, only one who gets one. He just trips balls, man. What's interesting is uh, Jeannie was sitting next to him. Yeah. And she's pregnant. Uh-huh. And she was going to take LSD. Well, it was the 60s. You, you, you couldn't harm a baby in the 60s. You could smoke, drink, do whatever you want. It's Babies just turned out just fine. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know what they did in the 70s to stop that. Uh, <laughs> but you couldn't smoke after the, that in the 70s. I mean, you get pregnant, you got to stop smoking. I thought that but it you could didn't still really drink. stop until the 80s. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I'm just making jokes. But yeah, he's trips. Uh, he's like dreams that he's going to marry Sheila such a weird thing like the well, the marriage outfit the the wedding outfit that she lives in yeah is like victorian era yeah but you know he was told earlier and this is why this dream happened he was told earlier that if he marries a pregnant woman yes that uh he couldn't go to war then yeah and uh i don't know if that's true false whatever um but it is what it is and uh so he has his dream She's not pregnant at the beginning of the dream. No. She is at the end where she's flying around wagging her arms. Yeah. Uh, like as soon as they say I do, her belly pops. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of, it's it's this weird trippy sequence. I mean, I mean, David Lynch could have uh, directed this. Yeah. I mean, there's a horse that's just got no rider on it, just walking around. Mm-hmm. People juggling. Um, the Hare Krishna song. In a the, Christian church. Yeah, the the uh, priestess, I guess you could call her. Yeah. She's odd. Yeah, she uh, she was like uh, Ishtar or something like that. She like did Tai Chi. Yeah, and, there was a lot of weird poses. stuff. Like a lot of topless here. Yeah. It was very odd. Right at PG. And then, uh, yeah, they lose him in the park and they find him yeah. at this pond. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he's gone for probably four to six hours. Maybe? Yeah, a long yeah. time. I don't know. It seemed it was really dark by that point. Yeah, so they all decided to go skinny dipping, and uh, Sheila's with them. She's skinny dipping too, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's Beverly D'Angelo's boobies. Yep. What the gang does is they steal their clothes, Sheila and Claude's clothes, and go off and hide because mm-hmm. it's funny. Yeah. She gets mad. She hails a cab, and it's one of the funniest it's scenes in so the movie. It's so funny. Uh, he's like, hey, taxi. And the guy, like, slams on his brakes. She's yeah. topless. Yeah. She's waving him down and uh, backs up. 
And she's like, get me out of here. <laughs> and then as soon as she's dri- dri- being driven off uh, with the cab, uh, Berger and the gang show up and they're like, hey, we got your purse and your clothes. Don't run off. And then think they felt bad. Yeah, maybe a little. Yeah. Um, They'd sure that pissed was, off Claude. Yeah. And that was Claude's last night with them. And he, uh, he joins the boot camp, which is in Nevada. I don't know why he went to New York. Maybe maybe that's where the recruitment office was or something. Maybe it, he had he to turn himself into New York. I think so, because he goes to an office in New York. Yeah. So this this movie was is another interesting yeah, scene. This movie was made before Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Yes. And and things of that nature, uh, with homosexuals uh-huh. uh, being in the army. Right. So there's a song that's sung. <laughs> While naked men are standing in front of an examining board, uh-huh. um, like three black guys, three white guys. I think so. Um, all like sergeants or something like that. And, uh, well, there was a song, like a big, large black man shows up and he's nude. <laughs> and uh, then these women outside at the park are singing about black boys. Yes, the three white women. That yeah, are three white this. women are saying black men are so sexy. Blah yeah. blah blah. But then they cut back to the army guys, and there's these three white guys saying how they like uh, chocolate. They you know? they like the and men so, too. Yeah. So it's that was funny. pretty interesting. <laughs> and then that song was short. Then they cut over to these three black women. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them being Nell Carter, by the way, uh, in. Her, the thinnest I've ever seen Nell Carter. Yeah. Uh, she was actually very nice looking. Mm-hmm. Um, she looked healthy. Yeah. Uh, she probably was on so much cocaine, though. I mean, I heard that, like, she had trouble not keeping cocaine out of her face. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, so, but they sing about white boys when Claude is standing in front of, uh, no, it's not, it's even, not even Claude. Claude. It's some dude. Yeah. Um. It's a pretty long song yeah. about white boys. The, the the black men on the army panel yeah. singing about the white boys uh-huh. was hilarious. It was. I think they were the Commodores, by the way. They seemed like they were famous. Yeah, they they just looked familiar to uh-huh. me. One had a real high voice. And yeah, it was kind of funny. But yeah, they they did this they did this song you know while they were examining naked men. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of like. Cringy slash progressive slash weird. I don't know. It's all what of you those wrapped it. into one. Yeah, and uh, it didn't make me feel uncomfortable. In 1979, it would have. I'm sure a lot of people were un- yeah, very uncomfortable. I would have been movie. six watching this mm-hmm. in 1979. But if I was an adult watching this in 1979, I would have thought, uh, what? <laughs> um. So, but yeah, Claude joins it boot camp there's like a montage of him in boot camp then it's winter in new york it's colder yeah yeah there's snow on the ground it's winter yeah um and then this is where i feel like the movie kind of grinds to a complete stop Mm -hmm. is when uh we find out that hud is actually a guy named lafayette yeah and he has a child with this woman mm-hmm. whom I wrote down as his wife. They're not married. Yeah, I originally put down married, but then I, I, I scratched it out. I was like, okay, girlfriend. Yeah. 
Probably um, fiance. He's the little boy is probably about four, five. Oh, real young. Yeah. Three, four, um, five. Yeah. And she sings this real sad song, and I'm like, this is the most boring part of this whole movie. See, I like the song. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't like the song. I couldn't stop staring at her teeth though. Yeah. Like her, her bottom row of teeth would show when her mouth was like fully open yeah. during a part part of that and i was like fascinated by her teeth for some reason <laughs> uh it, i think it was you're the, a weirdo no i think it was the angle yeah. that they shot it at okay you know it's just i couldn't stop staring at her teeth it was I get so it. bizarre <laughs> i can't stop staring at teeth either anyway another thing other i noticed a lot of teeth in this movie beverly d'angelo's teeth look like she had little spaces yeah. Between all of her teeth. Yeah. She probably wore braces or something. It was really... No, like, she they didn't a, connect. She has a very uh, prominent jaw as well. She does. Um, What's her name's teeth? Uh, the other one? She's all snaggletooth. Oh, Jeannie's teeth? Yeah. Yeah. Her, her teeth were very weird. Like, the front row, they seemed fine. And then everything else was kind of jagged and weird. And I yeah. was like, did she grind rocks in her teeth or she something did. um stop it there's uh yeah i don't know um but yeah sheila's with him now sheila's part of the gang basically well sheila gets that letter yeah from claude and i found it interesting that she decided to go and update burger and the crew the the weird part about this is she knows where to find them at all times apparently because they're always in the park she found them at central park that one time then she found them at the park the second time they're always at the park yeah all right it's not that hard to find people it's a big park she's probably seen them before riding through central park too uh but they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm leaving town. Where are you going? Nevada. He's like, how are you going to get there? Car. How are you going to get? You don't have a car. Uh, I'll get a car. Of course, you know, they get a car. Yeah. They do the same trick. Yeah. To Steve. They, they steal Steve's car again. <laughs> and this uh, time without Steve. Yeah. And uh, they, they lie. They, they, there's like six people in that car. This is a smaller, well, it's not a small it's car, a small but it's car. like a Buick. Yeah, I, I've been in those kind of cars. There's tons of room in those cars. 2,000 miles worth of tons of room? No. No. What, with a kid? No. No, but I'm saying you could you could fit three to four adults in the back seat. Yeah. Yeah, that's not my point. Oh. My point is 2,000 miles. It's an uncomfortable ride. I rode from Arizona to Ohio. Roughly 2,000 miles. Mm-hmm. It took us like three or four days, if I remember right. And it was the most uncomfortable I've ever been. That was a Greyhound? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did the Greyhound from Ohio to Florida. Yeah. And you'd think you'd get there faster because you're not really stopping. But right. you are stopping constantly. Yeah. Yeah, lot. it's not fun. No. So, yeah, they get to Nevada and uh, they drive up to the MPs. You know, at the base. So much balls. And he's like, can I help you? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go in, in there. And they're like, no, you're not. Turn your car around <laughs> and head back out that way. He's like, no, you don't understand. I got a friend. I, I don't care about your friend. Turn your car around. Go that way. But you don't understand, man. You don't understand. No, no, you don't understand. 
turn your car around. <laughs> go that way. I think he even puts his hand on the gun. I'm surprised he didn't do that sooner. Um, Berger understood that it was serious at that point. I can't believe that people would be would act this way. Yeah. It just yeah, it's very doesn't brazen. make sense that people would just think that acting however they want, want. Yeah. just going in anywhere. Yeah. And it's no consequences. No consequences whatsoever. That or he finds the consequences funny. Yeah. He does seem to get a kick out of whatever he does. Um, which leads us to near the end of this movie. So uh movie's almost over. They have to get into base. And they realize they can't all go to base, so they decide that they're going to have a picnic out there. And the, he's just going to go get Claude, bring him back, have a couple hours with him before he gets shipped off. But that's not what happens. So, you know, Sheila seduces a soldier. General, maybe? No, he's a sergeant. Sergeant, he's a sergeant. oh, that's right. Um, Who... We've seen before. Yep. And it's been in one of our previous uh, podcast episodes. Yes. He was Murray? I think that was his name. Murray. In the, the ref. useless waste of effing space. <laughs> yeah, from the ref. He played an alcoholic there. I'd like to say he's probably the same guy. It would be this funny is, if this he's This is the how same Murray. Guy. This is how Murray uh, hit bottom and stayed there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but they steal his clothes. They steal his car. Burger gets a haircut. Burger gets a haircut. And his dad's yeah. nowhere around to give him 250 bucks. <laughs> but he walks in there. He goes right on to base. You know, he's dressed like the part. You know? Yeah. He looks like Douglas MacArthur. He kind of reminded me of uh, like a young Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, yeah, and he finds their barrack. Um, this yeah. place is huge, by the way. Yeah, he's just driving around like you wouldn't know where to go if you didn't belong here. Right. Yeah. And there's no street signs. There's nothing. Nothing says boot camp people over here. No. Uh, but he gets on there, finds him, gets him, says, get in the trunk. We're gone. He's like, no, they do head counts. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right. Uh, so they switch uniforms. Claude gets to go have his final couple hours with uh, the gang mm-hmm. while Berger just, you know, sits in the barrack, you know, just chilling, having a good time. And yeah, he, he manages to, like, fool some people, but obviously yeah. some people are like, what? They they do a head count and uh, Claude's there. Yeah. Then Claude comes back. Everything's fine. Stop Berger, doing that. Oh, Okay. Yeah, uh, there's a little time displacement here mm-hmm. because they show that, you know, soldiers are getting shipped out now. Yeah. And he's driving through the base, you yeah. know, Claude is. So you kind of get this feeling like, oh, they'll just switch places real quick and that's that. I didn't get that feeling at all. I felt like he's too late already. Well, I felt that that's probably what the director was trying to go for yes. is that it's really close, but it wasn't. That plane had probably left an hour ago. I'm not sure. The base is empty. The base is empty. But, you know, they show him running towards where the, the plane, plane would have taken off. And it looked like he might have seen the plane. Off. No. No? No. Okay. No. They might have spliced it just that they way. They did. 
Um, cause he does look up and he, but he looks up, but he's not like looking at something. He's oh. just looking around. Then it's weird that he shouted burger. Well, it's still weird. Not that weird. It's a little weird. I've shouted Cause even things. if he did see the plane, burger wouldn't be able to hear him. I shouted holy diver once. Holy diver. But no, no. Yeah. It's time displacement right there. Mm-hmm. I guess Claude just leaves that's the weird thing the next scene we see is the cemetery yeah and and george burger's name is on the on the headstone so burger dies uh spoilers um and it makes me cry almost every single time because you know the song the emotion everything's yeah. going on um he's singing they're doing like a medley of songs they're doing uh age of aquarius plus the manchester england song and and then eventually let the sun shine yeah yeah and so it's just a mixture of all that going on. And uh, his last lines in that movie, in the movie was, uh, I believe in God and I believe that God believes in Claude. That's me. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. He's going to friggin' die. And then, yeah, the next scene is, you know, mm-hmm. the gang there, including Claude. Uh, singing Let the Sun Shine In. Yeah. And then there's credits. Biggest mystery of the movie, though. Whose baby was it? Yeah, we don't know. We see Wolf kind of embracing her mm-hmm. at the end. Um, so I'm thinking it might be his. It could be. It could be that... Because um, HUD was there with his girlfriend. It could be just that HUD has accepted that he's going to be with the, the other, other woman. woman. Yeah. So, what did you think of the movie, anyway? Well, I went into it expecting I was going to hate it. Why? I just have always avoided it for some reason. That's and weird. And I just felt like I was never going to like watching the movie. Huh. Um, I did like the movie, but I don't think I would watch it again. Right. I've seen it about five times. This year? No. Twice oh, this year. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> no, I've seen it about five times <laughs> I know total. you showed it to Jason uh, this year. Yeah. And Jason liked it, didn't he? Yeah, he liked it. Yeah. We watched it on Vudu. Um, by the way, uh, you can watch this movie on uh, Amazon Prime streaming. It's a good movie. Uh, whatever your political leanings are, your, you know, your personal political leanings, just remember this was a different time. Oh, yeah. And Vietnam was a terrible war. And, and it, it wasn't to protect Americans. Yeah. And people were terrified to go to war. Whether it was the law or not, they still were terrified. And yeah, some people ran to Canada. Some people stayed and hid. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, you know, had bone spurs. They don't remember which foot it was, but they had bone spurs. <laughs> you know? So, but there were a lot of, you know, people who went to war, came back, and were treated unjustly they were treated terribly yeah we're not going to do the how much money do you think this movie made thing because i couldn't really find a solid number that's good because i wouldn't have a clue um it looked expensive to make it might have been there were they had a lot of extras there were over ten thousand extras in that doesn't mean everybody got paid though no everybody gets paid if you're an extra you get paid well they may not have been i'm saying they may have just done it because they wanted to be in a movie Okay, then I don't know. Everybody got a dollar. Yeah, so <laughs> this movie cost over $10,000 to make. I'm sure. Uh, but I like the movie. It's fun. 
is fun all the way up until the end where it's not fun anymore. Yeah, it got real it, not fun fast. Yeah, it, it like it's going at this one pace and you're like, oh, this is funny. Oh, that's funny. Oh, mm-hmm. whoa, that's weird. Oh, oh, hey, that's funny. Oh, that's funny, but cringy. And then it's like, oh, now we're all sad. <laughs> um, You get to like the characters one by one. Yeah, it's sort of. I liked HUD right from the beginning. I liked HUD, but I felt like there was going to be that shoe dropping because he was so subtle about everything yeah i felt like there was gonna be a shoe drop to everybody though right and um hud not wanting to take responsibility for his kid really bothered me yeah it was but he came around um i liked i liked what's her name sheila i like her she was a a nice girl Mm -hmm. um maybe she was a little dumb you know growing up in the hamptons or wherever the hell they're from Mm mm-hmm but I liked uh, I liked Wolf. He was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a unique sense of humor. Yes. I didn't like Burger at first because of all the damn begging. Well, yeah. And you know, I've I've met people like that though, where they're like, yeah. you don't understand. I need the money. I'm I'm not I'm not well. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care. Yeah. It's not my problem. Mm-hmm. You look physically fit. Get a damn job. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of deal. But you get to like him a little bit. And near the and at the end of the movie, you're like, oh, this is just tragic. Yes. Yeah, the, the moral of the story is if somebody's in the military, don't switch places yeah. with them. Don't impersonate military uh, <laughs> and accidentally get shipped to war. Yeah. I don't know if there were consequences. They don't really say. No, for for Burger to have been buried in the cemetery, though, yeah. it had to have been at least a year or so later. Yeah, I mean, it was Arlington. Yes. You know, it probably said what date it was on the on the headstone. It probably did. Didn't even yeah, look at I it. didn't look at it either. <laughs> probably said 1967 because that's the year of the uh, play. Well, it seemed like the, uh, the the war was over at that point. Because everybody was crowding around. Yeah. And I, I think probably the war had just ended. Okay. Or at least the Americans. We left. Left. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's Claude would have had to have gone to war. Maybe. They may have kicked him out. They may have put him in an MP jail for what he did. Yeah, that's possible. Because uh, he was definitely AWOL. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm and he thinking, got a civilian killed. Yeah. I'm thinking too much into it. Yeah, probably. Fun ending. Yeah. Let the sun shine in. It's not a fun ending. Sure. <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, um, we watched the Avengers Endgame trailer. Uh-huh. And uh, I am so hyped for this movie. So hyped. <laughs> Um, also, we watched Captain Marvel. Yeah, we went. We went and saw Captain Marvel. It does not deserve the hate that it was getting. I don't think so. It does not deserve people uh, dogging it for inconsistencies. Because who gives a damn? I think people put too much pressure on movies. Yeah, and it's like they're just there to entertain. What, you. what I don't like is okay. So the lead is a female. Uh huh. Um, let's trash it. Yeah, there was a lot of hate or, before the movie even the, came out the because is, of that. Yeah, or the lead is a black person. Let's trash it. Yeah. So I guess if you're not a white man, 
you're not allowed to be the lead of a movie now. To so, certain circles, yes. I, I don't like it. It does appear that way. But time will take care of this. Yeah. Also, uh, last week we uh, we covered Butterfly Kisses, and the cast and, and director and everybody that was involved in that movie listened to our podcast. It seems that way. Um, I know quite a few of them did. I got quite giddy because they all seemed to like it. <laughs> Um, so I'm happy that they liked it. Um, I was brutally honest about the film. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a good movie. It's it's also on Amazon's Prime streaming. And uh, just see that movie. That's mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. People die in that one, too. People die in every movie that we watch. Let me think. No. Nope. Nobody died in Home Alone 2. We didn't talk about that one. I know. People did die in Fifth Element. Yeah. Um, nobody died in the ref. No, but somebody was shot in the butt. Yeah, they didn't die. No. So anyway, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty stoked about all that, and uh, I'd like to thank uh, those people again, you know, for exposing us to them and you yeah, know, yeah, whatever. It was, it was fun. But we got a lot of positive uh, feedback from that one. And I'm pretty happy. So, anyway, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies One. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. You can follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Funtime Movie Hour on Facebook. Subscribe to us. Share us. Uh, tell your friends. Give us feedback. Yeah. Buy our stickers. <laughs> All right. We don't have stickers yet, but we're going <laughs> to. But yeah, just. Get our name out there to tell people, you know, I know these guys. They do a podcast and it's kind of okay, <laughs> you know. Um, so, anyway, with that, all I got to say is go watch a movie. <laughs>